Hey y'all, it's Melanie to celebrate it. Sup. And we're back. It's Kiara here. It's Ash, guys. It's happening. This is episode 18, I believe. Sounds about right. If it's not, take it for love. Episode 18. So this has been, it's been really interesting. Um, We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We do. We do. Yo, it's so crazy because, <laughs> so listen, we trying to get these <laughs> topics out um Ooh. at least a month in advance right as far as planning what we're gonna do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but now we realize like these people that's been doing podcasts for a while like shout out to y'all yeah. on these episodes on these because topics, guys, we yes. really try to first of all we have to compromise for for it to be something that both of us right you know, um are interested in because as you know ash and i are a little Polar different <laughs> but you know but there was an episode where it was more so something that, that was more that i was like oh let's do this she was like all right yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been episodes that I've definitely had to push myself on. Yeah, whether or not Ashley know it or not, I think the fact that I talk a lot <laughs> kind no of one, no one recognizes no one recognizes it. Um, but this has been definitely ex- an experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, for us and hopefully for y'all, for sure, we've been able to see um the content grow. We've been able to see the listeners grow. Um, and getting like a lot of really good ideas from it. So, uh, yeah, that's what we've been doing. So just sitting here kind of thinking of some things and we appreciate y'all for starting to reach out and send us your bitch what's and, we do. um, like your wildlife magics, like sis, that came in handy. <laughs> My God. You know, life has a way of life. In life, yo, life has a way of happening. And when I am depleted, guys, mm-hmm. I have nothing to give. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Nothing but love. Nothing but love, and I can see that because like I was the five heartbeats. I was definitely <laughs> depleted for like two weeks, um, having like some some vehicle issues and different things. But you know what I'm saying? We gonna jump over those things and wait for greater blessings to come along. Oh my God. Um. So yeah. So how's your week? You know, I'm I'm yet alive, yet trucking along. This is the week that my manager actually is out of the office, so I've been having to do his work as well. Um, you know, but all praise be to God for a job and direct deposit. Okay, direct you know, deposit. I've been back on my workout ish, so a bitch is a little tired, but I'm here, dear God. And Steely said, I'm here. <laughs> what, what about you? What you I'm got going here. on? Um, you know, just working. I'm really, uh, natural hair loves have some really, really, really exciting things that I'm, yeah, man. that I'm in the process of birthing, uh, for later this year. So I've just kind of been trying to stay focused and right. not distracted and working and, um, yeah, just figuring out the moves I need to make and, um, you know, doing what it is that I do to get the job done. Being a black woman. Being a black woman. So <laughs> that's always great. But uh, it's also, I mean, just being able to see so many different type of black women uh, right. doing things is, when I say representation matters, like, yo, that is for real. So important. Um, Because even like with the stuff that I'm doing, I would definitely say just seeing uh different black women on my friends list that are starting these companies and these businesses and seeing how they're expanding and growing from it. It's like, yo, sis, it's so relatable to me that it just makes you feel like you can Mm -hmm. do it too, right? Like, you know. It's um, tangible. It's very tangible. And so just, you know, in the process of manifesting some things and, and, you know, just trying to move from there. Come on, black women doing things. (laughs) But what I have seen, I will say this. (laughs) So, of course, I'm going through social media, right, y'all? And did you know that there's a tick? <laughs> First of all, there's this app called TikTok. Like all the kids love it. Everybody else do too, but mostly like a lot of kids are on it. 
And they have a, a challenge because Generation Z always does. They're the Tide Pod eaters, right? Mm. So now they're doing something called the Soy Sauce Challenge. Have you heard of this, Ash? The hell is a soy sauce Girl, so the Soy Sauce Challenge has been... <laughs> people have been dipping their testicles in soy sauce. Excuse me? Girl, because the article claims that parts of the body other than the mouth have has taste receptors um and they're sensitive right so we could definitely say the testicles are sensitive i'm aware however (laughs) however does it have taste receptors i don't know but these kids are really trying to figure it out so it's like they're trying to taste the soy sauce through their balls i'm i'm sorry yeah i mean spoiler alert it does not work guys uh it's really made me kind of speechless though because i had a healthy Yet confused laugh um, when I heard it. Yeah, yeah, you. That's right, Ash. You don't have to look at me like that. They are really dipping their testicles. You know, I've been all of my life. I've been eating shrimp fried rice with a dash of soy sauce. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me uh, you gives it is, is putting your nut sex? They are my good soy sauce. They really are. Um, not necessarily well, not yours, because I had to bust a nigga right in his chest. <laughs> But they are absolutely putting their testicles in there to see if they get tasted. I mean, yo, this is so weird to me because it's Generation Z. It honestly is. And nothing against them. Um, Who thought of this shit? Generation Z, sis. That's what I keep saying. What? Like, yo, they are the Tide Pod eaters. And so many other different things. Um, they're, They're imaginative for sure. Uh, and shout out to y'all that are listeners that are Generation Z. First of all, I know y'all aren't. If we have any Generation Z listeners, um, obviously you're on a different level of, of <laughs> something oh to God. where I know you're not dipping it. But yeah, girl, this is a thing. There's a TikTok soy sauce challenge. I want y'all to look it up. It's the soy sauce challenge on TikTok where they're literally dipping their balls in sauce. Wow. Yeah, this is literally a thing. So I want to hear y'all opinion. Girl, if y'all can see Ashley's face right now, she is highly disgusted and confused. Very confused. I would absolutely say she's very. So, confused. if you're putting your nutsack in the soy sauce, how are you putting that on, on the TikTok? Because ain't that ain't you recording this? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like how you put that in there without your um your back. Being maybe the... they're. You know what? I'm I'm gonna have to actually look up the challenge. I just read the article, but maybe they're thinking that they can really taste it. And <laughs> I don't know, but. Yeah, maybe they're just recording like their uh, reactions wow. or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's a thing. You trying to do anything for like in a view, like for real? That's the root of it. But I don't understand. And then what I also seen is that um, was crazy. Well, it's not crazy because get your money by any means necessary. But how huh. Gwyneth Patrol and Erica Badu both have um like I think Gwyneth Patrol she has a candle. Erica yeah. Badu has a perfume. I want to say Gwyneth Petro has like a whole website type of thing going on. Yeah, specifically yeah, for her that box. smells like their vagina. So <laughs> this week I've just, you know, been reading articles about vagina and testicles basically. Clearly you're in the reproductive uh, you area know? this mm-hmm. week. I understand. Sometimes you got to get reproductive. Highly sensitive with, you know, Jeez. hormones. Let's fix it. I don't understand. Yeah, girl. So I seen that and that was tripping me out, but... That, that's about it. We're going to delightfully move along. Let's move along. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. So I'm just going to move something that I'm aware of. Um, so, on the heels of Nutsacks, guys, we're going to move right along to Walla Magic. Would you look at that? No soy sauce with the nuts here. 
All right, guys. So this week, I'm excited to share my Wala Magic uh, moment. Um, so um, there, well, I say there, my, one of my best friends, uh, Portia Henderson, Campbell, because she's married and stuff, um, started a podcast, not, excuse me, not a podcast as of yet, started um, a social media uh, following uh, with one of her, um, I should say, co-workers. Um, they're both behavior analysts um, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so the name of their um, Instagram, Twitter, I believe that's it for right now, is Two Brown Behavior Girls. So they are um, applied behavior analysts in the Atlanta, Georgia area. And basically the purpose of their social media is to kind of bring awareness um, to black families um, in their general area for starters. But of course, on a more uh, widespread range to basically just bring awareness to parents, let them know what their options are um, when it comes to their children, if they're autistic or if there's a need for a behavior analyst. Uh, Portia is actually, she found out recently that she's one of the only black women in her area that is a licensed behavior analyst and insists is doing big things. She's, she's the HBIC over there. Um, so she actually found that out recently. So it was important for her and her coworkers to kind of create a space um, for other uh, behavior analysts to kind of share their stories, share their experiences, um, you know, share their locations, let, you know, let parents know where they're located, how it can help their children. And so I can applaud and can appreciate anyone doing anything to push the culture forward to create spaces, one where we probably don't have enough people in the area, there's not enough education behind it. So it's just really important that we have platforms that can actually educate families and motivate others. So kudos and wildlife magic to you ladies for doing something for your, not not only just your field, but for the culture. Well, shout out to y'all. That's pretty dope. You know, and you know, and if there are any behavior analysts that listen to this podcast, um, you feel free to email them at uh, the number two brown behavior girls at gmail.com and follow them on their social media it's two T T W O Brown Behavior Girls. That's their Instagram and their Twitter. So definitely follow them, guys. Show them some love. And again, if you're um, an analyst or some something in that field, and you want to connect with them and bring some more awareness, or you know, or just continue to help grow in that area, definitely hit them up and follow them on their socials. I think that's dope to really you know? be able to start something, especially when we're in a time where. Mental health is uh, right. people are, are awakening more in our community mm-hmm. um, as far as, you know, being black with different disorders or um, behavioral issues. Uh, I feel like so much, you know what I'm saying, when, when you're speaking about just different, say crimes, for example, or school shootings or whatever, and it's a Caucasian person, how they've always had this diagnosis of, you know, some type of mental disorder and although we know people in other races and ethnicities struggle from it, right. rarely have they had, you know, that backing behind them. So it's really awesome to see, um, you know, just the community awakening more to help with the needs that our children and ourselves have. Right. And really, you know, for us to understand more like, oh, this isn't normal. <laughs> right. The things that they're doing is not just, you know, or not even if it's not normal that they can't help it because it's a chemical imbalance or something. Um, within them so I think that's pretty dope so congratulations I mean and then too like you like you were saying earlier about representation like 
you know, for her, for someone to come up to her in her office and say, oh my gosh, I, I've never seen a black woman do this. You know what I'm saying? Like in 2020, mm-hmm. for someone to abro- approach you to say that to you, you know, definitely carries weight. And um, so, like I said, you know, it makes you proud to be a black woman, to see another black woman doing some things. So, shout out to you guys for that. Shout out to y'all. Who, who, who? Who you got? So, for me this week, uh, my wildlife magic goes to Beatrice Dixon. She's the founder of uh, the Honeypot um, Company. So, I hope, hopefully y'all have heard of the Honeypot Company. Um, It's this popular plant-based feminine care line. Um, which is really dope. They sell it in the Target ads. And if you've seen her story before and how um, she got into Target and how Target has helped her build and grow and, and scale her business, it's been pretty awesome. Um, however, it's going to her this week because Target Target actually did a commercial for Black History Month um, in which they uh, filmed as a part of their Founders We Believe In series. Um, they chose her and her brand to be a part of that commercial. And at the end of the commercial, she basically uh, talked about representation. Um, and as an entrepreneur, the specific reason of why she shouted out black women, uh, mm-hmm. we deserve a special roll call, she said. It wasn't necessarily that, you know, she was just saying, oh, this company is only for black women. Right. However, um, after that commercial air, white women... <laughs> Doing what they do. You know, have went onto the trusted sites... And um, rated her excellent brand like three stars and leaving nasty comments behind it. So if y'all seen like the articles floating around about Honey Pot and never really knew like what was going on with it, this is it. So these ladies have uh, started like leaving bad reviews on her her hair pro- uh, her product, saying that it's making their hair fall out. When sis, it's not even a hair product line, oh my God. but just like crazy uh, crazy reviews. But what's amazing though is how black women have been like, uh uh-uh. uh. Not not this one you want. Autobots. Not this one you want. <laughs> <laughs> so every since they uh have went onto these sites and trying you know, and have been leaving these low reviews, um, her sales has actually doubled. Mm. Um, it's sold out in almost like every Target when store. I tell you, the shelves are empty. Yeah, yeah. We went to the Target stores even here and the shelves are empty. And it's just amazing to see to me. So I really like it because really, I mean, how many times have we been saying that no one supports you like a black woman? And if it's something that we're behind, you know, or whatever else, they're like, nah, not this cousin you won't. Like, it's something about the black dollar anyway. Mm -hmm. But to be in the moment and see, uh, ooh, what the devil meant for bad. Mm. Or or really see what a collective, as a collective, what it will really do. Right, right, right. So shout out to um shout out to her and Honeypot Company. Um, y'all go out and purchase some of her products if you can. She has a she has a wide range mm-hmm. um of products from feminine hygiene washes, um, you know, pads, tampons, different things like that. Uh, it's really putting on and it's plant based, so exactly. it's something that's good for you and something that's not gonna harm your body, but definitely help you more. So shout out to her about because I'm really excited because they definitely tried it. <laughs> and if anything says, try if it. you don't do it to support at least do it for your box for sure i think i've told you ladies before you know summer is steadily approaching us and what we don't need is to be out here on some hot tartar sauce stuff you understand now i saw on her website she got some little panty spray some of y'all need to put that in your little pocketbook and get out here and make it happen here that's all i'm saying that's it don't mind me guys but we'll take a quick break we'll be right back with a little bitch what 
Oh, blessed. Well, we're back with no uh, testicles and soy sauce, but we are back. Um, and it's time for a little segment that we like to call Bishwit. Bishwit. And, uh, you know, we've all been watching the news or you've seen it come across your, your phone. You've seen it on the shade room. I'm pretty sure, you know, if you don't follow that, you follow one of those blog sites. Coronavirus. All right, guys. So, coronavirus is not new. It's been around for a while. If you read the back of your Lysol can, it says that it helps kind of fight and kill the germs for the coronavirus. So it's nothing new. Howsoever, my bitch what in regards to corona is for you nasty mofos. You could be so kind as to not only when there's a virus going on, but then you just see your daily walk of life. You know, just wash your hands. Pick up after yourself. When you cough, cough into your arm. Not in your hand and touching shit. Not just open, don't know, just be walking around with your mouth open wide, coughing and shit. Now you got spit flying. You know, if you could just be a little more cognizant of yourself and your surrounding, you know, I, I would appreciate it. I think last week I told you about your nasty bitties in the bathroom. If you could just be so kind as to clean up behind yourself, it don't take much, just a little effort. You know, make the world a better place, guys. Wash your hands, watch your mouth. That'll be great as well, okay? Don't be in the break room licking your fingers and touching stuff. That's why oh, I can't do potlucks. I don't know if y'all saw that uh, somebody took a video of some Caucasian man in the Whole Foods or whatever grocery store he was in, picked up the soup ladle and sipped out of the spoon in the grocery store. That's pretty disgusting. My man didn't put it in a cup or a bowl and then got his own spoon. He picked it up out of the container and put it to his lips. Why? Why does that make sense to you in your mind? <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I don't. So I would just like for you guys to take away that today. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Cover your mouth. That's it. <laughs> what's going on? Since, what you got? What's irritating you this week? Bitch, what? So obviously it's going to be something on social, but I was reading, um, I, I don't know, probably like on the shade room or something. Because I think that's where I actually seen pleasure. it from. It's de- Yo, it's a guilty pleasure, for real. I'm glad you said that, for sure. But it's so, it's, there's this uh, college recruiter, I think, at Oklahoma, at Oklahoma um, University, you seen this? Where he went to a high school in Oklahoma um, for recruiting, and he had the students to line up according to color and, and the texture of their hair. So literally from like the lightest to the darkest and the straightest to the most kinky hair. My man said nappy. He definitely said nappy though, y'all. Like my he really said nappy, like <laughs> but okay. He really had them to line up and, and put it in terms of it's a game. Right? Like white people love doing it. I ain't nappy to play with, bro. I it's not a game. So they really love doing it to all of a sudden it's a joke. Nah, I wasn't joking and it's not something I joke about. Woosa ash. But um, I thought that was like, bitch, what? Why would you do that? And who? Why did you? First of all, why did you think you were gonna be allowed to do that? These these kids black and black first, and what they not gonna do is about play with them. I don't know why they wish to play with our black children. I don't understand it, but that was wild to me. The nerve! <laughs> the nerve! He really said it was a game, but he also had them to to line up from lightest to darkest complexion. And from straightest to nappiest of hairs. And yeah, I just, I hope he lost his job. Honestly, he I got, did he? Cool. I didn't really get to look that far or that deep into it. But I thought that this 2020, I mean, it doesn't really matter what year it is because they're going to keep on trying us. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, 
Now, I've always said, you know, at least if you're going to be racist, at least, you know, do it in my face. But the disrespect that you mofos and the and the extent that y'all go to is mm-hmm. just... I, I don't want to... Like, do you just sit at home and try to think of ways to humiliate niggas? Is that what you do with your time? Yeah, like, really, though, is this premeditated? <laughs> like, how do you really you come up with that? And then you, you actually act upon that? And yeah, like like these black kids wouldn't gonna know how how do you tell them that this is a game? All right, let me clear. You don't. I have nobody's children, but I have a niece and a nephew. And I said I will go at Tasmanian devil on the school. I'm going in there knocking over everything and everybody. Don't play <laughs> with my cherry. Okay, okay. But yeah, that was mine. Um, I just thought that was real crazy. Like these, they really be trying it. That's about all I can say for it. But it was a real bitch what moment for me. I can imagine how those kids act in the moment. That's that's more like a the fuck. Moment. <laughs> it is. We like might you need really, to change the segment to you the You really tried it. <laughs> you really really tried it. Like I'm. Have y'all? I, I'm really interested if y'all seen some of this stuff we're talking about because I mean social media is huge and we're bombarded with information all the time. Whether you want it or not. Um, and I had somebody that's like, oh, okay, the some of the stuff that we're talking about, they haven't heard it at all. Really? Yeah, but I mean, also, too, with the algorithm and different things that you look at, like, mm-hmm. they automatically push certain content to you based off what you looked at in the past. Um, but it's a lot of information, too, that we should very much be aware of. So, like we were saying, um, yo, if this was something we need to talk about, send it on in because... This is insane, and there's no way that our children... And then some kids, too, because they haven't... Some kids haven't went through certain situations like that. So if something happened, um, they don't really... Because even adults, sometimes we're so shocked in the moment that it happened that you really don't know how you would react until it does happen or, you know, exactly what can you do. But this man was really trying it because he did that with children. He know. That's (laughs) like some concentration camp type of issue. Girl, that's on some Hitler type of line up. up. <laughs> I ain't played dodgeball since I was six. Like, I don't know what you talk about, dog. Yeah, he really, he really tried that. I don't, I don't. Let me, bitch, let me, let me woosa, guys. We'll be back. Just ugh. all right, guys. And uh, here we are. You know what time it is. It's been a rather disturbing opening, but we're gonna get through this thing between your soy sauce testicles and you playing with our children. I don't understand it, but guys, we're here. <laughs> So, this week, we'll just be chatting about kind of like a mini recap or more like a mini evaluation from the good old January until the current time. Because I don't know about y'all, but January and February were very long months for me. Hmm. And I'm just happy to make it to March. It is my birthday month, guys. I'll be a good 31 this year. <laughs> All right now. Um. So, what I thought we would do is like a quick little roundup of some things that's um currently in the news or currently in, in the cultural news i'll say that and then kind of maybe like weave in um some things that we've talked about before and how we're actively trying to practice some of those things so i think we we just mentioned the whole coronavirus situation in my bitch because i'm sick of y'all walking around here nasty but isn't it interesting that every time it's election time we get a new breakout Last time it was, what, Ebola. It was something else before that. Just, we can't never get ready to get into an election without y'all trying to kill us. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I don't Stay quite. Stay woke. I don't quite understand. Stay woke and wash your hands, guys. 
You know, that, that, it don't take too much. Spray a little Lysol. If you work in the office space, take your little, little, little tube or the Clorox wipes. Wipe your desk down. You know, just protect your magic, guys. Okay? That ain't just mental health. That's also cleanliness. Okay? Don't want nobody nasty be around you if you ain't got to. Praise the Lord. Uh, but that's, of course, so that's been going on. Like, so I think I saw <clears throat> earlier where... What California is declaring a state of emergency for Corona. They found a case of it in Georgia. And I want to say there was one place in North Carolina too. So what is that making you feel, sis? Like, are you nervous to get out here in these streets? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's just me. Honestly, not really. Um, it, it is, like you said, it's always something that, that comes about. Uh, whether or not it's election time or just every two or three years. Um, there's always definitely a death threat. And then um, I think the media is definitely something serious for sure. Right, right. I mean, you can't downplay it. Uh, but at the same time, it's, you know, using those um, universal precautions and um, and cleanliness, as you said, with washing your hands and making sure, you know, you're not going straight contact to your eyes and your mouth and, and different things like that. But it does, I mean, it doesn't make me nervous at all, but that's just me. I don't know. You know, I might not, you know what I'm saying? I might be a little under, <laughs> underwhelmed, but <laughs> I was just like, all right, y'all. I mean, I did look up some masks though. My friend, <laughs> I will say that like friend of mine that's actually uh like that goes to cali often uh, i think he's in new somewhere somewhere but yeah he definitely told <laughs> me about this mask to purchase like the n95 or the n99 uh, which is really good especially for people who travel travels often it has like the filters and everything in mm. those masks and they're not they're actually not expensive i feel like that's one of my nail tech use possibly uh it's, it looks like um definitely like not like a full ski mask but mm -hmm. it is it's not just like a mask at the hospital that you put on and mm -hmm. it has like little filters in it um, it costs about 30 dollars, but i mean i suggest people get them now because i'm gonna I'm buy like 10 of them just to sell them for like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like $1,500 if necessary. Uh, quickly come up, but I'm not really, <laughs> that's about all, that's about all I'm thinking now. Um, I feel protected. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I just kind of feel protected. Well, look at God. Ain't he able? Ain't he able? I mean, guys, you know, y'all out here in these streets, just be clean. That's all we're saying. You know, you got, you got your cheer and be careful with the daycare and things. No, just be blessed, huh? Be blessed. Now, something else that I saw that kind of caught my attention, and it's, it's not really, it's nothing new, but it's kind of like one of these things where, like, so ain't nobody going to read. So, I'm pretty sure that y'all saw that, like, Meg the Stallion is having an issue with her label, where she wants to renegotiate her contract, because basically she getting robbed blind, kind of like how Tia I was going to say, I actually don't know anything about it. Oh, you haven't? Mm -mm. Okay. All right. So, I'll give you the cliff notes, because I ain't spending a lot of time getting, like, the full link story, just from, from what I saw her post. Basically, she was signed to she signed to two independent labels, and she recently, once they what last year, maybe the early part of the previous latter part of the previous year, she signed on with Rock Nation for management. So you know Jay Z don't play about your play about your contracts. He gets you a whole team. Let's look over all of your stuff. See what we got going on here. Basically, once she signed up with Rock Nation, they kind of she got lawyers and all that fun jazz, and they kind of reviewed her contract to basically see. She ain't making no money from these people. They get money and she just out here 
just trying to make it happen. So basically, she she was still kind of humble about it. Okay, cool, guys. Well, let me just go holler at them. We cool. We family. We should be fine. So she goes back to one of the labels that, that she signed to. That's an independent label. It's like, hey, guys, I want to renegotiate my contract. So they kind of got in a bit of a tizzy and went and tried to tell her that she couldn't release music and all this other fun jazz. So it just kind of made me think, like, have we not seen the TLCs and I think what new additions? Like, ain't nobody reading contracts no more, guys? Like, we not learning from others? I mean, when you said that, immediately I thought that. Like, how many people have we seen right. that's gotten robbed blind from record <laughs> record labels? Yeah, I feel like that's the number one thing that you do nowadays, yeah. but... I don't know. And girl. she even her video, she was like, Well, I was twenty at the time. And I'm not blaming her. Please don't take that from what I'm saying. Like I I ain't even in that business. But I'm just saying, like, you got me twenty at the time, dog, but you ain't the first person to sign a contract for a record label. So, you know, if there are any aspiring artists on the um listening to this particular episode, listen to the podcast in general, guys, you know, get you stuff get you somebody to look over your stuff. Don't just be signing things, honey. You gonna mess around and lose all your coins. You know, but that's all I had for the quote-unquote pop culture and things of that nature. Was on the Meg Thee Stallion and her label. I hope she get that worked out and get her uh, get her coins together. Now, I think we might have said last week as well that we've been tired. You know, it's been a lot going on with uh, with Kobe um, and the other passengers on the helicopter and then losing. We lost Walona, y'all. You know, so it's just been a lot going on. And, you know, life been lifing guys and so i thought it'd be a you know cool little thing as well to kind of like recap some things that we've talked about i know for myself personally i'm trying to get my workout on guys and i'm tired and you gotta listen to your body guys when it tells you to take a break sis and i'm gonna take a break moment yeah i mean i get that uh it's just been heavy at the beginning of the year for sure but, I mean, if you really think about it, so I actually looked up on, like, Legacy.com. Of course you so much reading. <laughs> but, um, January, did you know January is always the, uh, the most deaths? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is statistically showing that, um, like, a week or two after, um, Christmas, I think, or prior to Christmas, up until around February, that's when the most deaths occur within the year. It's like a U-shaped type of situation. Uh, I mean, usually people are just saying, oh, wintertime, you know, people die more. And if you really think about, like, from the holidays and winter and stuff like that, it does seem like a lot of people usually pass away around those times. Um, but specifically around the, the month of January, um, from, like, 1987 up until 2018. You have a year. I knew you would. You know, <laughs> from, from 87 up until 2018, most deaths occur mm. in January. And so it only kind of makes sense for it to be so heavy. I think it's usually because at the beginning of the year, it's the beginning of the year, then all of a sudden all these people dying, you're like, dang. Right. Like, and that's one reason January already feels like three months and one, Right. And then February takes two weeks to pass by. Right. It's like, yo, we're in March already, we dog. We're in March. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was weird. So I can absolutely see, like, life be life. And like you said, it's going to continue to move. But it's Our also parts. so many other different things um, that has taken place. And it's just, like, a release 
<laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I guess it's a new year and we're in retrograde and just the universe itself has some things for us and itself that it needs to uh, let go of and remind us of and teach us uh, more. So it right. kind of makes it feel like it's, it's a heavy time or a lot of different things happening in chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chaos in itself alone to me, I blame that on retrograde. Uh, like I was saying last time, just because of me being a cancer, I feel everything. Um, so yeah, life be life and life be life and God. So like, like it, again, we're only on like the fourth day of March. So like, again, we just kind of want to like, you know, kind of like regroup guys, you know, we've had a rough couple of months here, but we want to regroup and bring it back together. So like, I know for me, I've been kind of feeling a little exhausted here and there. Like, have you been feeling that too? Like what you trying to do to kind of like bring it back? Um, yeah, I've definitely been feeling, I've been feeling exhausted for sure. And I'm like, hey, have I even been doing anything? Maybe this comes <laughs> with 30 or something. I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, really just acknowledging like those feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. kind of trying to pinpoint where it comes from. Um, I can say with myself, it's like a lot of little things and then uh, also working and just trying to keep moving forward. But being able to acknowledge it. Um, to stop whatever it is, right? Especially if it's something that's interfering with your life. Right. So, or if it's something to escalate more issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of, that's, I mean, that's what I do is just being able to acknowledge it because if it, you're in something, say if it's a car issue or anything else, like that kind of puts you in a negative space. Right. Um, and what you don't want to be is in a negative emotional space for a long time. So finding out what that issue is and what you're doing um really i don't know that that helps me what about you i know for me i think and i'm pretty sure we talked about it in our self-care episode like for me it's trying it's doing my best to be present like listening to my body like i said i've been trying to work out again you know your girl be consistent here for a little bit so it's like literally listening to my body like okay girl like today it's okay to take a little break today like relax take your little cat nap or do something like so definitely it's just kind of listening to myself and like I, I could even feel when I need to schedule a therapy appointment not that anything bad's happened not that I'm having a breakdown but like you know what Ash I think you just need to maybe unload a little bit you know so I, I definitely think listening to myself like you said acknowledging and being aware um to kind of like refocus and reset myself because I know January was a doozy um February was a lot as well. So I'm just trying to make the rest of this 2020 be the be the best that it can be. And a lot of that for me is going to be taking time for myself and then listening to my body. Um, one of the things on my agenda, guys, is going to be a massage. I need a good 90-minute deep tissue massage. I don't know about y'all. I'm going to get me one. I know Kira loves a good massage. I'm kind of addicted to them myself, but <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, definitely go for it. I'm here for anytime somebody trying to get a massage. Says that's just like a regular thing for yep. me. Um, but for sure, I definitely say uh, massage. Um, whatever it is that you need to do. I know one another thing for me that was important for the year was like to kind of get this fitness thing kicked back off again. So I think it's making me feel a whole lot better. So that's been one of my things this year is just trying to be more active and do more things to. Kind of, kind of like shock my body into getting it back rolling. So we gonna pray, pray for my strength, y'all. That I keep on doing these <laughs> workouts, Jesus. Because some days, there are some days. Now I know you did a little research because that's what you do in this friendship here. What did you find? So as far as like what getting through difficult times, yeah, man. Or like, like if you just consider like the, like I said, like I said, the last two months. If so, if you just consider that, like what are ways to kind of like either rebound it, get it back together, or things to acknowledge. 
or what your article had said. Word. So that's why I said, I mean, kind of just like acknowledging it, right? Um, talk about it. Talk mm-hmm. about whatever it is. Um, I think sometimes when you can talk things out to other people, whether it's like friends or family or just being able to get it out your own head sometimes helps it to make more sense. Yeah. Um, and you know, also you can, you can see it in different ways then too, in different perspectives and just being able to ask people, right? Like a lot of times I know it myself, um, it's just kind of like weird to ask people for something sometimes, but uh, you know, when you think about like, sometimes people have went through the same situation and have overcome those things. So just being able to ask for advice or to talk through your issues, um, has been something and also to like see past hardships because when we talk about life like life literally happens right like and it could be a crap shot sometimes and just being able to see through those hardships um mm-hmm. or whatever storms that you're in to know like the rain is going to eventually run out of those storms right so when things do happen um and I guess you know it's a change depending on what your mindset is but like for me um, it's definitely focusing on the situation and, and what is it actually teaching you, right? Like right. things absolutely happen, but at the same time, you sometimes have to get over certain things just to receive different blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to see past whatever hardship that it is that you're going through, um, sometimes can take you to distance. Um, it'll be able, like we said, just help you to look through and see it in a different light. Well, um, then, too, like, when you mentioned the part about, like, talking about it or looking at it from a different perspective, I know a lot of times I'll have to, I'll hit you or my sister sometimes, but listen, am I tripping? Like, because there are some times, like, in my mind, I'm going, okay, so, am I overreacting? Because I could really flip right now. Let me reassess the situation. Let me get an outside party in. Because sometimes, y'all will let me, let me know. No, I ain't you tripping. That ain't, it ain't that deep, sis. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, sometimes you got to talk yourself through these things. And, and you, sometimes you need to bring in a third party to be like, hey. These are the circumstances in my mind. This is how I saw this thing. Am, am I, could I be viewing this wrong? So I definitely think, you know, talking these things out, saying some stuff out loud, guys, may put some things in perspective for you. It may make it, you know, it may help you categorize it as, as a big issue or a small issue or a non-issue. Right. So I think that, I think that for sure is important and it's going to be something that's, you know, probably going to be key for a lot of people with taking on the remainder of the year. We've gotten over the hurdle of the first two months. They, they were long. But we we got over them. So now let's try to figure out another game plan for the remainder of the year. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, what somebody else calls, like, small or little doesn't mean that that isn't huge for you. Right. So I think it's just definitely being able to realize that it's different perspectives. Like I said, other people have went through situations and might know a few ways to get through it in Mm -hmm. which you would have never thought about. Right. right? Like, because depending on your experiences or whatever. So being able to do those things. And like you said, to prioritize yourself. So so whether or not it's getting those massages or mm-hmm. setting that therapy appointment or going like me, I went home for the weekend. Like, yeah, it was CIAA for sure. I was trying to get out the fan. PSA. I was to, you know what I'm saying? We got the ASAP. Okay? Yeah, I was trying to get out the city because <laughs> I just wasn't feeling it. But at the same time, I just need to go home for a couple days because... You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times for me, just grieving and I'm out of state away from my family and different things has, um, y'all just need to go home. <laughs> so, just go home for a couple days. It just depends. So, it's like, you know, family don't always tell your nerves, but that was definitely a way to self-prioritize, to, to get, you know, your your tank back on full or whatever else. So, realizing the things that you need to do. Right. Um, 
that to me helps you get through like you know those people that can ground you and like nah you really you're really doing good things or you're really doing whatever else again you just have to get over certain hurdles in order to receive different blessings right um so being able to see through to the end see what you know how you're gonna fix it how you're gonna get out or look at the people in your life that you could think about that possibly would be able to help you right and contact those people you know what i'm saying because like even if you think about it like there's somebody right and i mean hopefully there's somebody that really is willing to help you whether or not it's just a talk or to help you see things in a certain light right. and, or someone who just has a different mindset than you have. Right. Like even if they're not able to help you, if their mindset is different than you, that might just spark something different, you know, in your mind as well. Right. So being able, you know, to prioritize things like we said, um, I think that kind of helps through hard times because that is just literally a part of life. Like <laughs> life happens and anything can happen at any moment. Um, so also being able to practice acceptance and let mm. things happen, um, not necessarily saying let them stay there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But really like things are going to happen and you it's just inevitable, it's inevitable. But if you can try to get to a state of gratitude that you're living in, like you said, at one point you were writing down things that you were grateful for mm-hmm. every day, um, that ha- helps to put you in a different space and a different frequency, um, and that ultimately helps push you through because right. you're really kind of training your mind when you see those things. And you know what I'm saying? You're getting it out your head because sometimes we're so focused on the negative things. And then too, like happening. you can start asking yourself, like if a situation occurs, like, okay, so what is it that I can learn from this situation? Like, right. you know, things don't just happen by chance, mm-hmm. you know, things happen for a reason, whether they be big things or small things, however you choose to categorize them, things happen for a reason. So certain situations come up and you just, you really have to like, just kind of like ground yourself, like stop. Right. Let me just remove myself from the circumstances and kind of ask yourself, like, what is this teaching me? What am I supposed to learn from this mm-hmm. situation? Cause I, I can tell you for sure. There were a few things that had been last month. Probably a month before that, that I was like, okay, so you were moving too fast. Right. So you were doing too much within a small amount of time and you weren't paying attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, use those opportunities to build. Like, maybe you just not focused. Yeah, and then, too, I shout, I give it to retrograde because <laughs> it brings chaos, but also retrograde's meaning is to, is to teach you certain things. Like, it's, all, it's obviously, like, a reoccurring lesson that the universe wants you to learn. Mm-hmm. But during those moments, too, being able to ask for help, um, which is hard for a lot of people, um, especially for people that you assume have it all together or, you know, it seems as if they do anyway, right? Right. Um, so, interestingly enough, those are the ones that's hard for them to actually reach out and ask people to help for something, whether or not it is mentally... Or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, But that's a way to kind of get over hardships. Because, again, whether or not it's just talking or not, you have people Mm -hmm. out here. And it might be people that you least expect who are literally willing to help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether or not it's talk you off the edge or just tell you what to do or tell you how they did it. Or if they know somebody, but they are willing to help. It's just... You know what I'm saying? I was, I think it was, I don't forget which book it is I'm reading. I think like the Untethered Soul or something like that. When it's like, but why do you feel like you can't ask anybody anything? Right. Like, what you obviously, that person probably don't even perceive you the way that you perceive yourself. Indeed. And it's like you're thinking for what reason that you can't reach Over out to life. anyone else. Which is why we said when we started the podcast, it was like it was to create a space. And I think a lot of people use that term 
very vaguely and people don't don't even they don't either don't understand what that means or they just say it as a blanket statement but but when we say create a space we literally mean create a space for you to be able to express what it is that you feel if there's someone that that can be connected to you to help you through that process that's what we mean by creating a space that's safe for us to be able to maneuver through life because life lives right so seeking support like from your loved ones or or friends, um, and, and just people that you interact with. I mean, that kind of strengthens those relationships too. Like yeah, you, you allow that person to show up for you. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's, that's something, um, to get, you know, a way of getting over different things is allowing people to actually be there for you, whether or not, you know, allow them to listen and talk about things or openly feel things, um, you know, to help individuals and, that might be helping you through a certain situation, but that's probably also helping them. You know what I'm saying? Whether right. it's letting them feel valued or um, seen or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Being able to ask for help. Um, and they also allow you to stay grounded in the present time. And I think um, if you're if you're just thinking about it, right? If something toxic or like catastrophic is happening, you need somebody who can help you stay grounded and really see okay this is what i need to do right like i didn't see this but you know what i'm saying so it's a lot of different things i think that goes into being able to get over um times like this because it is definitely a universal feeling Mm -hmm. um right now and i think it's just because so many different things are happening in the universe and it's in time that energy is real and transferable and (laughs) you know what i'm saying And it's just you got to figure it out we just got to figure it out so yeah, I like it, guys. I can get jiggy with it. That's what I have. What about you? You know, for me, it's it's kind of like what 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 was in um, the article that you read. It's just kind of like a regrounding, a refocus type of deal. I'm trying to to throw as as minimal pity parties for myself as I can this year. Like I I don't want to be oh well why is this happening to me type of thing anymore. I want it to be okay. It's, it's kind of shitty. What we gonna do? You know, I and not to say that that's not my response, and and most of the times, but I just it's it's that fine line between giving yourself grace and just understanding. Okay, so this is happening. We got to figure out what, what we're gonna take away from it, and we just got to move on. Like it's a, it, it for me, it's really a fine. I say that a lot, I think, but it's really for me a fine line between, like I said, giving myself grace and just taking it to the chin and moving along with mm. it. Like so I, I I'm trying to recognize what I what I'm supposed to learn from a situation right. and just kind of okay, put your head down and get through it. Right. Um but I, I also know that it's important to feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. Like you can't ignore your emotions, you can't ignore what you feel, but you also got to understand that you're an adult. Mhm. You're you're I'm a black adult in this particular culture and I got to do what I got to do to make it through. Right. Um so for me that that's important acknowledging it and, and definitely just speaking it saying things out loud like a lot of times you know me my attitude can, can go from zero to a hundred real fast nobody sees it coming but if i could just you know what let me assess this real quick because i could probably be cool the whole day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i want to have less days where it's quote-unquote ruined by somebody else i don't mm-hmm. want to i don't want to operate in a space to where people can control my environment type of deal like so I know I for me myself personally I have to work on acknowledging the situation for what it is cuz otherwise my emotions are going to be all over the place. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of us like so with me I kind of just take action when when things happen like you right. got to hit the road running a lot of times but um I think what also helps is being able to like observe 
whatever is happening kind of like as an outsider. Right. And I think that what that's what kind of can help you see the situ- the solution. Right. Or to see past certain things is to really um, look at it from a different point of view. Like, you know what I'm saying? How does this sound to somebody mm-hmm. else? And that could probably help you a little more. And then also remember, like, you're not your difficult time. Right. Or whatever it is that you're going through. Like, life literally happens <laughs> and Everybody. keeps going. So you got to be able to, you know, take those actions, realize what it is, feel what you feel, but literally see that you're going to get through it, right? Like, you're not right. your problems or your crisis, or your divorce or illness or trauma or whatever right. it is, like you are your true self, right? And so really just being able to remember that. And like right. that does go back to our older episodes when you're meditating or you're having that time to re- like reflect or whatever, um, to remember like, yo, this is re- literally a, t- a time, like right. it's a, phase. a moment in time right. or something that's happening and get through it. And then, you know, like the last thing I would have is just people heal differently. Right. Um, and that's like with everything else, people heal differently. So remind yourself too, like it's not just you going through certain situations or if you contact somebody and they can't contact you back right away or Right, don't take offense. To you that. know what I'm saying? Or say I'm you coming home and you don't hit up somebody or whatever else and it's like, yo, like it, it's literally I'm going through some things, like everyone heals differently. I know this happened to us, it's both of us, but right. definitely being able to realize uh everyone feels heals in different ways and everyone heals in different ways also right so i think that's like one of the biggest things for sure and getting over things is you know what i'm saying so like really realize it for what it is and not take it so personal right too and like it kind of like just kind of like talking out this far it kind of makes me think back to like the jesus the jesus and the therapist episode where like you know what you believe in you know is going to be key to making it through the remainder of this year like again some people felt like January, February was a stretch, guys. It was a lot going on. You made it over the hump. What we going to do now? So I think really grounding yourself in what you believe, what higher power that is, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whether it's Buddha, I don't know, whatever you choose as, as your representation of a higher power is going to be definitely important for you to be grounded and rooted in that. And also taking steps to, to do things to become the better version of yourself. If that's going to a therapist, if that's have you know setting up weekly calls with a close friend or family member to be able to vent and get some things off your chest or be able to brainstorm like it's important for everyone to to have an outlet to be able to get these things off of your chest to be able to bounce ideas off of each other um to be able to hear yourself in order for you to be the better version of yourself because the worst thing you know i'm not gonna say that it's the worst thing but for myself personally i'm not the same person that i was in january that i am today Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and that's going to be a constant thing for me for the rest of the year, which means I'm going to have to constantly be active and in action to change every part of myself. Right. Section by section, guys, because it's, you know, it's a journey, but we're going to do the same together, guys. Yeah, for sure. And then but I will say this is just literally the first two months of the year. I think 2020 is going to be amazing but right. I also feel like it's just certain things that the universe has to throw at us and, and for us to get over um, I, I knew I don't know about other people but I'm like very 
uh, spiritually aware uh, lately, as mm-hmm. of lately, and definitely in the past few years for sure, but definitely as of lately. But I feel like there's definitely like a spiritual awakening for a lot of different people yeah. um, that are all, that are doing like really amazing things. So whether or not it's just different messages that you're receiving um, or whatever it is, uh, but I would absolutely say like, you know what I'm saying? Like if there's some type of intuitive thing going on, like listen to yourself and right. yeah, we don't get through it all. I mean, guys, that's what we're going to do. Like I said, I, I, thought, I thought it would be cool for us to talk about that this week. Kind of like, not really a recap of, of the of the first few months, but kind of like just a, a little touch base, guys. Okay, just a little refocus. This is where we're at. This is where we're going. You know, take care of yourself. Listen to your bodies. Uh, You know, loving your people while you can. All that fun jazz. But, you know, we had to give you a little variety with the little Corona and then Meg just to, you know, give you a little cultural things. But, you know, we're here to talk about this, guys. Okay? All right. So if you take anything away from this episode, you know, do something to reset, reground yourself to make a a, a better 2020 for yourself. And uh, that's it. We'll be back next week, guys. Bye. Thank you for being a friend. You're a